And like they didn't add new markets with any kind of regularity. Like if you could say like it's a new month, so we're taking the due to a new place, but like that's not the way the regulatory system works here. Nobody cares about your marketing calendar. They were going into new markets the way like I shop for like Spirit Airlines tickets. It's like, <laughs> oh, like would it be cool to like go to Tulsa? Like, all right, like, you know, like thirty-nine bucks. Like <laughs> Hey Tulsa, Mountain Dew's here. Come get come get it. Yeah. <laughs> like do you, do you guys want this? No? Okay, cool. Whatever. If not, no worries. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. Welcome back to the Fingers Podcast. It is the last episode of the year, Our Lord 2022. It's over, folks. We made it. Well, we close to made it. Stay away from cliffs and bridges and and electrical outlets. But my my congratulations to you for, for coming this far. Happy holidays, of course, to you and yours. And I'm really excited today because we have the gift of not Christmas, not Hanukkah, not Kwanzaa, uh, but the gift of beer journalism that has uh, tucked itself under the Fingers podcast tree. We have a special guest on hand. We actually have two special guests on hand because we're getting the the Beer Byliners gang back together. For those of you who are not on Twitter, first of all, congratulations. What do you do with all of your free time? And second of all, over the course of 2022, and a lot of 2021, actually, I was lucky enough to co-star on a informal but fairly regular Twitter spaces session that we called Beer Byliners with two of my colleagues who you're going to meet in just a moment. And those were kind of live sessions. We usually did them for about an hour. People would tune in and, and you know we would riff about whatever was going on in the beer business at the time. So to cap off another solvent, if not totally successful year of independent publishing here at uh, Fingers HQ, I asked my Beer Byliners co-stars to return to the fold and join me in auditory communion as we break down some of the most significant developments of this big, beautiful, bad, boozy beer business that, uh, that we cover. So, Without further ado, joining us from the land of the big sky, she's not a Dutton, but she is always Sutton. Call her Cluckleasy because she's the mother of chickens. You know her from the pages of Good Beer Hunting, Craft Beer and Brewing, and these days from the Washington Post too, it's Montana Beverage Alcohol Reporter, first name, last name, in order, Kate Bernat. Kate, welcome to the Fingers Podcast. I have no words. I'm speechless to start this podcast because that was... That was like Shakespeare. That was so beautiful. Thank you. You're too. You're too kind. We're glad to have you, Kate. Welcome. How how are things out in Montana? They're snowy. They're gray. The days are very short and very gray. So like sad lamps, electric blankets, vitamin C pills. Like that's how I'm living. And podcasts with old pals. That is a shining ray of sunshine. There you go. Speaking of old pals, today, as I mentioned, we're podcasting in triplicate. So let's introduce the third wheel of this rickety vehicle rambling down uh, Ale Mountain. I don't know. I'm so glad to be sharing the air today with my sister from another mister. We're not related, but if we were, I'd be elated. She's a Jersey girl in mass, so now she pumps her own gas. The group chat voice note goat. Parker House persona non grata. I'm talking, of course, about managing editor of Brewbound. Give her the crown, Jess Infante. <laughs> oh my God. Can you just like follow me around and say all of that anytime I enter? <laughs> yeah, a room? I'll be your Don King. 
(laughs) (laughs) Welcome, Jess. Welcome to the Fingers Podcast. Thanks, Dave. It's so exciting to be here. Jess, you're in Massachusetts. How are things in Massachusetts? Any less gray than uh, than our pal Kate in Montana? Not at all, but probably a little bit warmer. And sadly, I don't have any chickens. But yeah, real gray here. I don't have a sad lamp. Camp, do you do you really have one of them? I did last winter and then a friend borrowed it from me and never gave it back. If that's any indication of how dire shit is out here. Oh <laughs> my god. Are you stealing, stealing sad lamps? Stealing depression remedies from your close friends. <laughs> Are you still friends with this person? I can't remember who I lent it to. So they're safe because yeah, for I blacked out when I lent it to them. If you are listening to this and you have Kate's sad lamp, please return it. You can contact. I need it. Yeah. (laughs) Folks, she's hanging on by a thread, but we have a lot to get to. So we should get right into it. I sent you guys an outline and obviously we can kind of take this however we want to, but I thought it might be useful to break up our conversation, our rehash of 2022 in beer into three distinct buckets. And there's certainly going to be some overlap between the three. The buckets are sales, suits, and struggles. So sales, I mean, kind of like mergers and acquisitions, not like how much beer was getting sold. We'll talk about that for sure. Suits, I'm talking, of course, about lawsuits. We all have so much fun covering and commenting on uh, the various jurisprudence winding its way through uh, our court system as beverage companies, big and small, battle over trademarks and distributors and all that good shit. And then Struggles is kind of like a catch-all. It's just like all this stuff that, you know, kind of hasn't gone well or didn't go how we expected it to. And that's everything from like, you know, product launches to the sales of the actual beer themselves. And then like some cultural developments that that maybe never came to fruition. And we'll get into all those as well. I want to, before we dive into our first bucket, our sales bucket, I want to tease that at the end of this podcast, if you listen all the way through, I asked Jess and Kate to prepare a little a fun little answer to a question that's been on my mind a lot and comes up every once in a while when I write about different malt-based alcopops or whatever that are hitting the market. But I asked both of them to tell me which defunct alcoholic beverage they think, if it were reintroduced in 2023, would perform well, would have the most success with a contemporary audience. So they have that in their back pockets of their brain. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, and we'll be revealing that later on in the episode. So stick around for that. With that said, let's get right into the sales portion of our speed run through 2022 a year in beer. What sale should we start with, guys? I think that my my favorite one, I think, was it's weird to have. <laughs> We're so deranged. We're like my favorite M&A story <laughs> in beer of the past year. My favorite, yeah, yarn. 